Blog Talk Radio. It's that time again, folks. Broadcasting live with his tin cans and a brand new string from atop Old Smokey. It's Ben, the king of wiener-slingers, with a fancy co-host with important guests and the best answers a third-grade education can buy. All for you. Sponsored by Mobile Food Vendors Association, Ben'sCarts.com, Whiskey by the Jug and Donuts. You are so in for a treat today. But if I told you now, I'd have to kill you. So stay tuned. Ben's as nervous as a long-tailed cat in a room full of rocking chairs. Stand by. He's downing his last glass of liquid courage. And he'll be live in 30 seconds. Want to save even more money? Build your own professional hot dog cart. Save over $1,000. Buildacart.com. Buildacart.com. Well, howdy, howdy, folks. I am happy to be with you tonight on Hot Dog Vendor Radio. We've got a lot to cover, so I'm going to get started. We have, um, Rob's going to be joining us in a few. I think we already have Jason on the line. Jason, you there? Yes, sir. Jason is actually at a um, ball game. And, uh, yeah, football practice. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wanted to um, run across some stuff for you. Um, the classifieds have been burning up. Over a 1,000 hits a day. If you have something that's hot dog related, um, you can buy, sell, or trade. It's all free. Just list it up. It will go through um, an audit. I don't know if you call it an audit. Um, somebody, um, I hate to say on my team because I really don't have a team. I've got me and my wife, and I've got a daughter that helps me out. Um, and so, <laughs> that's a team. <laughs> that's a team. It's a small team. Um, and my my daughter will look at it and and make sure because you know a couple some people have tried to post porn um, you know website links and um, somebody posted up Christian Mingle and so we're we're reviewing them before they go live so you can post but it may take a little bit before it shows up you know, we try to get to them within the hour uh, it doesn't always happen that way though because we sleep a little bit um, so is that why my porn link didn't go live that's right. That's right. That 900 number and stuff, that's why. Yeah. Um, I apologize for that. But uh, we'll make an adult section on the site. I'm just kidding, folks. <laughs> oh, you're going to get some emails over that. Oh, I'll probably do. Uh, <laughs> I, um, I said hell once on the radio show, and I got email. It was like our second show, and I got um, I got emails. Um, and I go, do you watch TV? You know? And it, it, yeah, really. It was futile for me to even respond. I shouldn't have responded, so because it turned into like a you know a, a week and a half argument. Um, oh God! But either way, um, I don't want to offend anybody, and so I try not to. Um, but I can't make you know a hundred percent of the people happy all the time, and so I try. I, I do the best I can. Folks, I am glad you're with us. Last week we did another record-breaking downloads of this show. A lot of people are listening. I appreciate all those that participate in it. The chat room did not get open. Holy moly, my team has failed me. And my team right now consists of me and me. Um, if y'all will stand by, the chat room will be open in two seconds. 
and we'll have um, – I know that we have some people on the line questions already. Please make sure you call in with questions. And if, if you're online and haven't done this, call back in and press option one to talk to the host because otherwise I can't pick up your call. It just shows you on the line. And I know that um, one person I've already spoken to that's got some great questions for us um, is um, is um, 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 on the normal listening side and not on the side where I can pick up their call. Okay. Um, so if you haven't been to the classifieds, check it out. Please, even if you don't need anything, um, go over there and share it. If you see something, put it out there. I, I'd like. I'd like it to be a place that has anything to do with food, um, not food service, but mobile food vending, whether it be food trucks, food carts, push carts, pull carts, you know, horse and buggy carts, doesn't matter, that they can put those on there. Um, also, check out all the resources on the resource page. We've had some people send in some submissions, and we've added those. That's at learnhotdogs.com, um, and it's on the right-hand column. It's, it, it says resources. Just click on it. And you'll see those. Um, 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 um. Oh, I found something cool today. I I don't know if any. I know the ones that know me know me know that I'm sarcastic, and I don't mean it in a bad way. But I love sarcasm, even if it's directed at me. I enjoy it, and I just think sarcasm is funny. And some people, you know, I've probably ticked off with my sarcasm, but so I try to use it, you know, you know, not as liberally as I used to. But um, there is a cool website, and I don't know if you get this, but when my kids come to me 80 times in a day and they go, well, um, uh, let me give you an example. My daughter sent me one today. She she asked me today, um, Dad, how do you go about getting into um, auditioning for movies? She's 13, wants to be a movie star. Um, probably the first 13-year-old ever that's wanted anything like that. But she she wants to be a movie star. And she's good at acting and stuff and and so I yeah, I encourage it. Um but I said, Google it. And she goes, That's your answer for everything. Well it wasn't it wasn't um maybe ten minutes later she asked me, Do you um know the zip code? And I went, Okay, I'm gonna use this. And because I've been waiting to use this little sarcastic little website, the website, and I'm going to share it with you in case these, t- you know, people ask you for stuff and they you go Google it. That's the common thing. Well, some people get a lot of those ask you stuff, and and you you now have something you can send them. And what you do is you go to this website, and it's an acronym for this these words. Let me Google that for you. So it's l m g t f y dot com. And if you go to lmgtfy.com and you type in the search that somebody had asked you, it gives you a short code, just a code to give to them. You give them that code, and they click on it. It's a link, and it takes them to Google, but it takes them a funny way. It takes them there, and it types out their question for them without them having to do anything because you already know their question. And then it says, that wasn't so hard, was it? And it clicks the search box, and Google pulls up with all those searches results. And so it's hard to explain that on the radio, but it's funny, funny, funny. So check that out. If if you get a lot of that from your kids or friends, um, I have a dad who does that a lot. He'll call me and go, Ben, what's uh, such and such? 
And I'll go, uh, Google it, Dad. I, I don't know. Uh, Google it. And, and so there you go. Um, it's a website for people that want to be sarcastic, but still give them the answer. <coughs> I wanted to do, yes, the chat room is open. The person that just texted me. And, um, there's some people on hold online, and we've got, let's see, let's see. I wanted to do a couple shout outs. That's fancy Roy I picked up on MTV probably 20 years ago. Um, <laughs> I wanted to do a shout-out to Mad Dog Jimmy's, and his logo looks cool. It's over on the Facebook.com forward slash Ben's Carts, T-Bone Steak of Hot Dogs. That's his um, slogan, the T-Bone Steak of Hot Dogs, and I love his logo. And then another one is... Um, Al Miller, they call him Boo. Um, Boo Miller of Mickey Dogs Hot Dogs, um, sending a picture of him at the Fire Festival, Fire Ant Festival, I'm sorry, Fire Ant Festival in Marshall, Texas. And he says the lemonade pushed them over the top and was tickle pink. Um, and he said it's because of Jason and Rob and Hot Dog Vendor Radio that he learned about lemonade, but he said it rocked. So, um, congratulations to Mr. Al Boo Miller. And we have a winner, um, and it, I, I could have probably announced this last week, but we have a winner for the person that made an art piece out of a hot dog um, is Corey Lawrence did Oh Doggies. And if you haven't seen it, go over to our Pinterest page or to... That's pretty cool. Um, it is cool as heck. That took a lot of work with the relish and onions. Hey, and uh, speaking, speaking of Corey, uh, I believe he just got voted uh, Best New Business in Rolla. He I did. By the newspaper. Yeah, I think he I did. just saw that tonight when I was at practice. Yeah, I, I don't know if he's, on, if he's in the chat room, but uh, that just came out, I think, late today. And then he sold out. So, you know, oh good day all around for him. <laughs> Well, congratulations, Corey. You win a $100 gift, uh, gift card at Ben'sCarts.com um, yeah. because we have all kinds of stuff that you can get over there in the accessory store. It's stuff that um, I cannot and have not had anybody send me an email and say I found this cheaper. So, um, Hey, you got hot dog stuff there? Yeah, you're not going to believe it. Hot dog stuff. like Really? Uh, yeah, dog sleds. Oh. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> Let's see. Oh, crud. Hold on just a second. Let me grab this one. Is this um? Is Mr. Rob with us? What's up, buddy? Hey, you have a good week? Lovely. Glad to hear it. Uh, got, a, got a busy What's week. What's going on, dude? What's happening, Jason? Oh, not much. Finally got done football practice, so we're driving home. Yeah, I just, got, I just walked in the door. I'm heating me some... Uh, what is it? Turkey chili. No hot dogs. I did eat two hot dogs today, though, from a vendor. Well, good for you, supporting the team. Shared the love. I like sharing They weren't Sonic, were they? No, they were not Sonic. I did not cheat on the hot dog vendors of the world. I actually got it from an actual vendor, Hot Dog Mike. Uh, Give a little shout-out to uh, Michael Evans, Hot Dog Heaven. Yeah, I think I even have a... um, an audio of where um, Rob bought a hot dog at Sonic. 
<laughs> One time. There's no vendors in this area that has Chicago dogs. I am sorry that I have to do it occasionally for the Chicago dogs. Oh, man. I had to break down and order poppy seed rolls. We just tested them today, and they went over well. So I just, I just couldn't bring myself to use frozen rolls. Uh, when you steam them, man, they'll be good. Yeah, they'll be, be good. good. Uh, I just couldn't do it, man. Well, how's your bacon jam and stuff doing? Uh, we're in the middle of uh, seeing about having it private labeled and produced, putting bottles, and you know. We're now y'all hear that? Um, what what Jason's talking about? Now he's been vending for hot dogs for all of um, less than a year, and and they're talking about private labeling his um, bacon jam. Um, we have lobster rolls going on for Thursday and Friday. I I love lobster rolls. I never had them until I guess sometime this year because I even posted it on on the blog when I did you it. You want me to make you cry? Yeah, go ahead. I'm, what do you think lobster is a pound using just claw meat? Hundred percent usable, you know, cooked, ready to use claw meat for a pound. Well, unless it's gone up. Um, it was, I think he told me fifteen, sixteen bucks a pound. Twenty-four bucks a pound. Really? And you got to buy a two-pound bag, forty-eight bucks for two pounds. Hey, Jason, mm-hmm. get a get a hold of um. He's a he's a listener and a, and he he contributed on the blog. Um, Dad Gum, I'll think of his name. I did a big article on him. He's over there in Maine, I think. Yeah, Maine. Oh, well, he's probably got it in his backyard. Well, he has a seafood processing place, and he will ship it to you. He's got a. Oh, well, you gotta get you gotta give me his info then, because forty eight bucks for two pounds, man. Oh, that's uh, that was worse than ostrich. No, he'll get it all to you and and cheaper. I'll get you his his numbers on the blog, but I'll find it for you and link it to you, folks. I wanted okay. to tell y'all, um, we I put out a blog this morning. It should have been in your. Um, emails for those that subscribe to the newsletter, but it's also on Facebook, um, about a lady that actually called in last week named Carol Cook. And she's a friend of mine. And, you know, we, we talked about this Kiva SIP program where she was the first one to get approved, and her loan is now currently funding. If you haven't, been over to the blog. Go over to the blog at learnhotdogs.com and watch the inter- the video interview I did with her. And... Um, and consider helping out. This is not a donation. It's a loan. So you get your money back. And you get it back within a year. It's a year loan. So um, Kiva Zip has started this program, and they have are really putting together a team just for hot dog vendors. They um, we've, we've dubbed it because the, the head guy over there and I have talked, and, and y'all can go listen to our interview on the blog as well. But he um, hot dog mafia, and we're going to create a way for vendors who are struggling to get started to be able to build up some money. Today, another one got approved. One of our listeners, one of our friends, and that's Bob. You know, Bob the Builder. We've talked about, and we've got a little blog article that we keep over there at the with updates over at LearnHotDogs.com um, forward slash Bob's Cart, um, and he ran into a snag. He works full time, but he doesn't have enough extra money to continue his build and get going. And so he started a, a got approved for the loan thing. So 
and they, there's no interest to them. So you don't make any interest, but this is not what it's about. It's about helping your fellow man. And what a better place. Kiva, I've been with for years and, and help people in the Congo and, and all over the place, and I love Kiva. But when they started this new Kiva Zip program, I got excited. Well, Carol, being a friend of mine, was starting to get her business up and going, and, and she's a single mom working for pennies, basically, at a restaurant, not making very much money, and needs help. She's got 11 children. Some of those are, are grown and, and, and you know are, live around her now. But this will empower her to be able to get started. Well, Carol just got the loan going, and already I think 20% of the loan has been funded. And I would love it if you would go over and help. You can go directly to her page at Kiva by going to learnhotdogs.com forward slash help. It's real easy to remember. So forward slash help. If Brian's on the chat room, um, I don't see Brian. Is he not in the chat room tonight? Uh, I think I think today was his first day selling in the Carolinas, so he Dude. might not. I don't I don't know if he's got a computer set up or, uh, you know. Well, he texted me earlier and said, "Are we having a show?" And I said, "Yeah," but he may he may be having issues. But either way, if you go to learnhotdogs.com forward slash help, and that will take you to Carol's page. Her company is called Hot Dogma Depot which I thought was catchy. And she has a beautiful family. You can see pictures in the video. The video's over at our blog and pictures of her family and all the kids and um, different stuff she's done. She's a master, um, what do they call it, boat captain people. And she she's done about everything. She was a midwife for years and years and years, delivered over 1,000 babies in home. Um, she's super talented and and needs help. This will help her. And so if you can go over and donate, now, well, not donate, but loan. But if you do this loan, the neat thing is there's a family. Let me pull this up real quick. Um, bear with me just a second. There is a family that is matching the loan amount. So let's say um, Carol's loan is for – her request is for 5000 That means we only have to raise 2500 because of the Diller Von Furstenberg – Family Foundation is matching currently any loans we're doing. So um, Bob just got his loan started. They're matching it. And that is fantastic. So if you can, if you've got 25 bucks, 50 bucks, 100, 500, whatever you've got, you get it back and you can help. The beauty of this is, though, is it can keep helping others. And it just grows and grows and grows. If you know anything about Kiva, you know that they help people all over the world. They're a fantastic group of people, and you won't meet better people to work with. These are people with hearts, people like us, people with hot dog vendors. Um, for the most part, we're all good people except for Rob. And so it's – um, it. <laughs> I don't know if he caught that. I think he's muted. No. Hey, what are you talking about? <laughs> nothing. Nothing weird. Seeing what you were up to. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, here's my challenge to you. All you listeners, donate or or fund, help fund her loan. You'll get your money back. Um, the highest person to to give as far as for to help fund her loan, the biggest donor, 
um, by the 30th or on the 30th during the radio show, by the end of that night, is going to get a $250 gift card at Ben'sCarts.com. And you can use that on chip clips, umbrellas, whatever you want. Um, but that's how we're kind of rewarding and hoping to inspire you to um, be generous and know that I've never seen a donor program where you get to use the same money over and over if you choose to. If you've got $25 that you won't ever use again, put it in there, and and you get to use that to help multiple people over and over and over. And that is a fantastic program. It's not just giving it away and never seeing it again. You get to see it again and give it again if you want, or you can just take it back home with you and go buy a pizza. Um, so that's where that is, and I so I encourage you, Tonight, I'd love it if some people would go over and do that. And already, there's people in Peru, the U.K., have already done it. And I think it's wonderful that there's people out there like that that are helping. Okay. That's um, We have um, – let's see, let's see. Rob, what um, what's new? Tell me something that um, we have going. I'm waiting on – I know we have a, a, a caller calling in, but they – They've, you know, didn't hit the one button to talk to us, and so they're just on hold. Please press uh, one. Yeah, you got to hit one. So if you're listening to me, speak with um, the host. Please press one. <laughs> that's what it says. Um, just call back when you're ready. Sit there to and talk to no one. Please press pre, Please press two. Two. <laughs> so tell us what's going on, Rob. Uh, I think this is where I'm supposed to say something like. Witty and smart and all that good stuff, right? Uh, you can read a quote if you have to. We won't even laugh at you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. No, one thing I was going to talk about. Um, streamlining your business a little bit. Don't okay. carry a bunch of stuff that you don't need to carry. Jason will agree with me with this. Oh, God, yeah. Give an example. I used to, and I'm the lemonade guy, don't get me wrong, used to offer flavored lemonades, cherry, strawberry, blue raspberry. Um, as of last week, I 86 that. Those in the restaurant business know what 86 means, which means cancel, do away with, no longer available. Uh, so I 86 the stuff, and the reason is it was not really making me any money, and it was just more stuff I had to manage, take inventory, keep clean, refill when it got low or dig the bees out that flew into the bottle or whatever. I just got very little request for it. I mean, it was okay, you know, two or three, five times a week maybe, but overall it was not something that people came up. Like, I couldn't do it with my slaw, in other words. So people come up, and that's what they want, and that's what sells the hot dogs. But stuff that you're not selling, you know, if you're carrying cookies every week and it takes you three weeks to sell a box of cookies, quit carrying cookies. The problem, I think, with our business where people get burnt out is they carry way too much stuff and they clean way too much stuff that they don't need to clean because they shouldn't have been carrying it to begin with and stocking it and dealing with it, uh, and people get burnt out in our business, and it needs to be streamlined um, very much so. Wouldn't you agree, Jason? Oh, God, yeah. You what? <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I agree with you. I mean, you know, if you're not selling it, stop carrying it. You know. Yeah, the thing about it, if it's not making you money, yeah, any add-ons or even condiments and stuff like that, 
if it's not making you money or it's it's uh, uh, contributing to the, the way you do business and what people expect and that sort of thing, stop carrying it. Um, you know, I've trimmed down my customer selection just because in this area I just wasn't getting a lot of call for it. Um, a lot of the I was carrying, so I, I started uh, streamlining all that and and a few other things, and it just it's really nice to not have to carry all that stuff. Um, you know, if you're carrying an extra table and you don't need to or whatever, because that's what makes our business a little uh, daunting at times is the setup, cleanup, um, breakdown, and all that. And that's if you can get that down, done fun part. The fun part is cooking and, and serving the people and gathering the money. The other stuff is not so much fun. So um, look at what you're doing as a business as a whole and try – you know, streamlining it down and, and making sure that it works um, for you. That's yeah. My little take for tonight. Especially if you're limited. I mean, I know some vendors that pull. Um, I know one guy drives a Harley um, and pulls a big dog. Now, right. he has a back rack and he's made these little side racks and he has his bread box stuffed and he goes and works his location with a Harley. Um, right. It is easier if you have a vehicle where you can store some stuff, and especially if you're doing a location where you're averaging 100, 150 dogs a day or 200 or whatever, you're going to need more room. But um, a lot of the things we end up thinking are selling, that's why we talked about before, keeping a record of what you're doing. Because it may feel like you've had a lot of requests for jalapenos when you didn't. Or you right. a lot. If Rob hadn't have kept up with records of how much strawberry sauce or syrup he had, or you know, right. orange syrup, he wouldn't know really, because things stick out in our minds that are different from the reality. You know, we may sell a couple lemonades in a row, and all of a sudden in our head, man, these lemonades are really doing good. Um, and so you have to keep a record of things so that you can you can streamline your business. Well, unless you've got like a nice van dedicated, and most people don't in this business, especially when they first get started, like a big nice van that's dedicated to the hot dog business only, like a panel van. It's got shells, and it's got all your stuff organized and neat. Most people, I know a guy, one of the first guys that I uh, helped mentor, uh, he was literally in a uh, Mazda Miata, which is like a beer can, convertible beer can, driving down the road, a little huh. tiny car, and... So you just don't have a lot of room. So even myself, I'm streamlined even the paper goods. Like I know roughly I do about 40 lemonades a day. Well, why carry 100 cups? Why not carry 50? You got 10 for a cushion. You see what I'm saying? Right. Even napkins, you know, packs of napkins. All right, I normally go through about, you know, 250 napkins a day. Well, why carry uh, three packs of 500? Right. Kind of silly, you know. Uh, or I never run out of paper towels, but I carry three rolls of it. Little stuff like that, start streamlining all that down. Um, every straws, you know, if you carry a, you know, two boxes of straws, but you normally even don't even go through what's in your little display, however you sell your, you know, give away your straws, um, then don't do it. You know, don't carry all that stuff. Uh, you know, I had, I've got an SUV, and then I had one of those, uh, what I call the turtle shell tops, on top of it, and I kept it packed full of plates and napkins. I mean, I was a, a roving restaurant supply house. Stupid. Crazy. And, and so anyway, I just started, you know, getting all of it kind of streamlined down. And, hey, if I run out of something, so be it. It is. It's just one day. Um, and I've always been the type to overkill everything anyway. So that's part of the reason I 
wind up carrying all that stuff. But man, it is so nice not to carry that stuff anymore. Um, but I've kind of got it down. And you'll learn your spot. Obviously, I wouldn't do that if I was going to a major event. Um, so oh, I'm only carrying 50 cups. Well, that's, you know, crazy. Uh, so you kind of make um, adjustments. But, you know, if it's your regular spot, you know about what you're going to do. Right. Um, you know, that's like some people that carry. If I know I'm going to sell, let's say, three packs of hot dogs a day, which is 96 hot dogs, why carry five packs of hot dogs? If you know the most you normally sell is 96, why carry five packs? You know. So streamline it down, and you'll be much more grateful and satisfied with your business when it's all said and done with a lot less labor and stuff involved. Well, um, I think that's great advice because it makes – you know, this job is not easy, and we've talked about it not being easy. It pays well, but the the more streamlined you can get it, and the quicker you can get in and out and done so that your prep is, you know, maybe an hour average in, to get ready and then 30 minutes to do cleanup instead of two and a half hours, you'll find that all of a sudden think this jo- job isn't so bad. And these little things right. help. Um, we've had some vendors call us, you know, and or I know I have, and that have said, "Oh my gosh, I can't believe all the stuff I got to do. I got to load, got to pack, and I got to do." And yes, you do. There is stuff you have to do, but there are ways to streamline it. And I know a guy that carries those plastic clear containers. They look like um, storage containers yep. that are like um, I don't know, like twenty gallon size, maybe. They're like totes, mm-hmm. plastic totes. Yeah, clear totes, and he labels them, and he's got them compartmentalized. You know, and that way his napkins, his extra napkins don't get dusty. His um, his extra utensils, gloves, and he's always got this backup, and he keeps that in his trunk. So there's little things you can do to make life easier. That way if you forget something, you got in a rush and you forgot your napkins, now you got your little backup supply in your trunk and you know it. Um, there's And, and that won't work for everybody, but, you know, for people without trunks, it's going to be difficult. Um, totes are your friend in this business. Everything I got in totes. Yeah, I've seen. It sure makes it easy to load and unload. Yeah, so much easier to get things in and out, and you know, if it rains, your stuff don't get ruined because you know it's got you know way to cover it up pretty quickly and stuff like that. So uh, yeah, totes are your friend in this business. I, I like my totes. Brian says that his first day of sales in North Carolina is in the books. Congratulations, Brian. Um, that for that we will forgive you for being late to the show, missing all the links we gave. I think we gave like thirty-five links, and you just weren't here. I'm just kidding. We gave two. Um, <laughs> um, I know that we need to cover a question um, or ten here that I have. Um, this comes from Alexis in Florida, and she is on the line actually, but. Her phone is super staticky, and she asked if I would read, just sent this over to me, read this, um, her questions. Um, let's see. I have contacted various municipalities, Board of Health, Department of Agriculture, and other vendors, but just, um, is it all worth it in Florida? She's talking about Florida. Is it all worth it to get started in Florida? Um, my easy, I mean, quick answer is yes. Um, there's lots of vendors in Florida. Florida outranks most other states in vendors. There is some hoops you have to jump through. You know, the agriculture side, the Department of Agriculture, to get your license. 
you have to go through um you know your get your normal permits you'd have for being in business period which everybody'd have to do that doesn't matter if you're opening a shoe store um but the agriculture thing is a quick process they'll even help you fill out the application on the spot i know because my sister did it so um they tell you just print it off and have it ready, and then they'll come and help you get it all ready and inspect your cart, give you a temporary permit, and then your other one gets mailed. You do have to have your commissary already lined up. You do have to have your have passed the test and have your certificate for your food service license. Um, I talked to a gentleman the other day in um, Orange Park, Florida, that said – that they gave him a 30-day – he didn't know, he said, about the food test, you know, the, the safe food handling, surf safe. And so they gave him still his permit. They gave him 30 days to get his test done, to get a certificate. So he didn't stop him from opening. I wouldn't recommend that route, but I thought it was awful nice of the inspector to go ahead and let him get started. Um, let's see. Also, Alexis says she's considering leasing out someone's cart who is already here and started. That's a great idea. Um, it's a great, it's a fantastic way to get started. If you can find somebody, <coughs> excuse me, that is willing to let you work at their cart and help them, sometimes that may mean going to another town because somebody in your town may feel threatened by the fact that they're training their next competitor. Is I just try to find somebody or post it on Craigslist that you're looking for some help with getting started. And and keep in mind, vendors don't mind helping. And, and, and I'll speak for Rob, and he'll probably agree with me because I, I know he ran into this recently, is it's when they feel like they're being taken advantage of. When you show up and go, well, what's the licensing process? Well, who do I have to call? Do you have that number? Well, now that's called let me – start your business for you, do you want me to go ahead and set it up on the street and just drop by each evening with a check or what? I mean, there there comes a limit where they don't want to help you when it when they see you aren't willing to help yourself. And I'm not speaking directly to anyone, but I know this comes up. I get these calls. Or when you've wasted time helping them and then they don't listen to exactly what you told them not to do and then call you and complain about you know, what you just told them not to do. The results, right. That's now, the one that drives me nuts. I had a um, a gentleman call this weekend that, um, well, first he emailed me, and he said something about, and I worked an event this weekend, so it was a two-day event, and so I was busy, and I had gobs of emails and stuff. So I just sent him back a quick response. Hey, this is covered in the LearnHotDogs.com site. So click on the free training. It's all in there. Every, he had three or four questions, and all of them were answered in the first three videos. And and I said, you're going to have more questions, and this is going to answer those questions you don't even know you have yet. So go ahead over there and, and, and do that. Well, so he calls. After he gets that email, he calls me. And I said, aren't you the gentleman I just emailed the links to? And he goes, yeah, I just figured it would be easier if I just called you and asked you these questions because – um, I didn't want to have to just go through all that, all those videos and stuff, and I figured it'd just be a lot quicker this way. Well, of course it is, but I get a million calls a day, and I can't answer all those regular questions for everybody. So I had to make videos so that it could help more people. 
Otherwise, I can only serve this many people a day. With the videos, I can serve lots of people a day. And so you still have questions. And even if you have a question that is in my videos, you just haven't been able to find it, I'll help you find it. But those are the things I would tell you to avoid if you're going to try to get somebody to let you use their card or, or do some training. Is try to get as much information already as you can so that you don't go in you know, half-loaded and overwhelm them with questions that are easily found online. Um, Alexis, we wish you well. I know you're listening, and, and I wish you well if you need further help or you have some other questions or I didn't cover something good enough here. Please email me back, and you can do it tonight, and I'll try to watch for you and answer it for you. But I hope I understood your questions prof, you know, correctly and got them answered. Um, we have some callers. And Rob, I know you had um, some other stuff to cover, right? Yeah. Um, we were going to. I've had some people email or call or ask about locations and renting spots or trying to get free locations and so forth. And we were going to briefly touch on the advantages and disadvantages of free and rented uh, or leased locations. You want to do that now or you want to take a call? No, let's go ahead and do that. Um, let's go ahead and do the the free. Well, you know, well we talked about last week about, uh, was it last week? Uh, some of these shows start running together in my head here. Was it last week we talked about locations in general, how to get them and so forth? Was that last we week? We talked about some October, uh, you know, winter locations on both. That's right the prior two shows, and we talked about some of the methods and forgetting them. Right, exactly. Um, anytime you can get a free spot, great. Anytime you can negotiate your own contracts and your own locations and, and uh, leases or longevity of being there, you know, kind of thing, great. That's awesome. Some people can't accomplish that. Some people don't feel comfortable with that. I've got a buddy of mine that owns a very successful vending business, but he's just not real comfortable with the selling process of trying to get the accounts. So I help him with that occasionally. Um, so there's nothing wrong with it if you can't feel like you can get a good location. Um, the advantages of free, it's free. The disadvantages of free, sometimes free is short-term, non-committed. People don't feel obligated to you because you're not giving them anything. Uh, they could kick you out because somebody else says, hey, uh, I bet that guy's making some big money. Let me go and offer him $200 a month for that spot and see what happens, and the next thing they know, you're out. So that happens occasionally. Um, some people, you, sometimes you get free locations uh, where you do what I call the uh, street corner locations, you know, maybe an abandoned gas station or something along those lines that I've seen people set up at. Uh, you know, that's fine until somebody buys it, something happens, and then you're out. So... That's the disadvantages of free. Uh, obviously, if it's free and you can get it all worked out, that's awesome. Um, paid locations, when we talk about paid locations, we're either talking about through a company, um, either like what I do or what Streets does, where you know the company kind of secures some locations, uh, pre-approved locations, and then you select the location that they have available in your area, and you pay that company uh, rent. Or you may pay right. rent or lease money direct to whoever you negotiated with, you know, be it a bar, be it a parking garage, be it whatever um, type thing. So, you know, the advantage of that is it's usually a little more permanent. 
So even though it costs you some money, um, and people ask me, I've get an email, what's reasonable to pay in rent? Well, that's kind of a loaded question. You know, it's if it does, you know, a thousand dollars a day, well, a thousand dollars a month rent wouldn't be unheard of or out of the ordinary, or uh, would be a bad deal in my opinion. If it's a location that does, you know, two fifty a day, the way I look at it, I try figuring out if it does about, you know, two two fifty a day. You know, normally that's uh, probably about a three hundred dollar a month rent um, is reasonable. You know, and fair. So you, I you know on basically a a day's volume, but if you look at what um, retail stores pay, they have a right. rule of thumb of a right at twenty percent, right of gross sales, right gross sales for their right. location. Um, location and advertising is their two big things. Um, right. And so I would agree. I would agree that y- you want to get it as cheap as possible, but I would rather be in a position where the the person that's letting me lease a spot is loyal to me as I am to him. So that when somebody right. else goes, well, I'll, heck, if you're just charging him $350, i will give you 4 And right. he goes, no, I've got a good vendor out there. I'm not going to do that. Right. Um, and, and and good people that you – and here's the thing. You can have as little or as much paperwork as you want involved uh, with the process. And usually a company like you know, what I do or what Street Eats does, um, they have paperwork. And they're not going to kick you out over 50 bucks over another vendor wanting the spot. That's not how that operates. Uh, that They would get a bad reputation, and then nobody would ever lease from them sooner or later. So, But if you're trying to lease from an individual business uh, a spot out in front of their location, their store, then you may want to, or even a property manager. Let's say, for instance, you negotiate a deal, you find a shopping center that you think would be a good spot, and you find, you dig and research, and you find the property manager. And you call the property management company, you say, hey, I'm going to put a hot dog cart in the corner of that parking lot. Um, let's work out a lease. Two things you want to do. A is try to get exclusive rights to the food because um, you don't want them to all of a sudden see what they think of the cash cow, and next thing you know, they got four of their vendors uh, spread out across the lot. Um, so you need to make sure that you have some kind of protection that if you're going to do any type of leasing, that they give you kind of the exclusive rights to the mobile food vending. Now, they're not going to give up the opportunity to um, lease a location to a, uh, a restaurant, obviously, in a strip mall or something, but if you could figure out a way to get um, – Exclusivity um, of the mobile food vending, so that would be you know something you want to try negotiating in the deal that you're working on. Also, you want to make sure that you're looking at some kind of clause that they're not going to kick you out um, within you know like I said not over the fifty dollars you know another vendor coming in and saying hey I'll give you fifty bucks more a month or something silly like that. So you want to try protecting yourself a little bit with that. So, yeah, I mean, if you can obviously negotiate yourself and figure it out, that's great. Uh, a lot of times it's just very difficult to get with property management companies um, and get them to um, answer you or even take you serious and that sort of thing. So it can be a challenge, but uh, and there what, are some advantages to do that. Let me interject something because I, I, I've gotten these calls before where a vendor is worried about his location. He doesn't have a contract is scared right. to ask for one um, right. because he's either got it free or a good deal and doesn't know where to go with it, and and he's been approached by customers um, or or as they see them at the time as spies 
that say stuff like, I'm going to get me a cart going soon, and um, this is a great idea. I bet you're making a lot of money, that kind of stuff. You've gotten that, Jason. You've gotten that, Rob. I, I, I get right. it. Um, and so they think that you're just um, – they think you're loaded, number one, and they, they see the customers coming up, and it entices them. And even if they're halfway serious about it, even if they're halfway serious and they go, you know, I'm really going to do this. You know, I came by last week. You're doing good. I've been watching you. You know, that kind of stuff. The odds of them getting a a cart and getting going is slim, number one. Most right. of them just talk. It's all excited talk because they they may see the potential. But most people aren't willing to do what you have done to get to where you are. Right. And and that is a fact over and over again. They're really not a concern. Don't worry about it. Um, I would just, um, I, I, you know, I just smile and, and say, that's a great idea. I think you ought to do it. I think you ought to get five or six, you know, and, and move on it, because they're not really a threat. It just it's not the case. You may get one in a hundred that say something that start, and they're not even really a threat. Um, look at CVS; they always try to go in wherever Walgreens is, and vice versa. Um, why? Because there's enough business for both of them, and they they see it as a benefit to have another competitor near them. Right. And, and that's why we talk about doing things the right way. I didn't mean to sidetrack it there, but I wanted to. No, absolutely not. As a matter of fact, I don't want people to think because of our prior conversations of trying to get locations using like the promotions company type, uh, trying to get it where it's turned around where they almost think they owe you money for it. I don't mean to take away from that at all. Absolutely, that's the approach you're supposed to take. But if there's a really hot spot in town and you would love to be in that location, and you feel like you're willing to pay something, well, that's what we're talking about tonight is just, right. you know, if you had to pay, uh, what is it reasonable, um, how do you go about paying, who should you pay, why should you pay, or do I go the free route? If I do the free route, is there a way to protect myself? That's what the conversation was tonight was designed, you know, to talk about that and, and let people know. Because people have all those questions when they're getting into this business. One of the questions Obviously, location. Carts they can buy, permitting and all that stuff pretty straightforward. Um, there's a rule book to go by and help inspectors to usually hopefully walk you through the process if you need all that. But at the end of the day, the location can be uh, daunting and people you know, have a concern about it. And, I, and I'm, uh, like Ben talked about uh, a while ago, I get people, oh, man, I bet you're making big bank. Um, and I'll have people come right out and ask. How do you get a location like this? Do you have to go through the property manager, or did you have to go through the store, or whatever? I, mean, I get people to directly ask that question. Yeah. And I say, I always tell them, you know, yeah, you have to go through the property management and this and that. I don't you know. It's it's not a secret. It's uh, it is right. what it is. You know, if somebody calls around and walks in Kmart and says, hey, I'd like to put a, 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 a you know a cart out front, they're first going to say, well, we don't own the parking lot. You're going to have to check with the property manager. And if you want to be in front of our store, we're going to have to go through corporate. So there's two people you may have to go through in a situation like that because I've ran into that. I got permission from a major retailer, got set up, was working. All of a sudden, this fancy new Cadillac comes pulling in the parking lot asking who the heck I am but a little ruder than that and wanting to know who gave me permission to be there. So, and I said, well, you know, the store. And they said, well, the store don't control this parking lot. Uh, you need to contact my office immediately, you know, blah, blah, blah. So that's what you can run into 
uh, even if a store gives you permission, doesn't mean that they've got 100% control of the location. There's something, and it, there, there's something there, too, Rob, is when you're doing a free location, a, a completely free location, you've used the promotion you know that, that Rob right. has talked about before, and and you want to keep that and you want to feel secure in it, then be all you can be at that location. The biggest way to have um, job security or location security, as it may be, is, is to be an asset to that company that you're in front of. Absolutely. Not by waving at every customer that walks by. How are you today, sir? How are you, ma'am? Or something. Um, yeah, and matter of fact, if they have sales, um, grab a, a stack, ask the managers, hey, can I get a stack full of your sales paper and hand them out on my cart? Or if you got any new coupons I can hand out or right. something. Or, I mean, you or know, you, you like, actually, how would y'all like lunch today? It's on me. Right. Exactly. You know, good location, you will build loyalty with them. That even if somebody came in behind you and said, "I'll, I'll give you five hundred dollars if you'll let me be here instead," um, right. it won't matter because you're not going to trade off that person for another one. It'd be like somebody coming to me right now and saying, "I'll give you five hundred dollars to let me co-host your radio show if I can plug such and such every now and then." And there's no way I would. Right. Uh, you build loyalty. Um, we've got Rob and Jason and Brian and, and David and Darren and all these people. We, we aren't going anywhere. So, well, I might be. <laughs> <laughs> you don't straighten up. I might be out of here. Might be out of here. Um, let's, um, let's come back to this because I, I want to talk about how, how to approach someone about a location when – when that location is prime or you feel it is, and and the effects of selling on yourself, if you already have a preconceived notion. I want to discuss that here in just a second. We'll be right back, folks. Hot Dog Saved My Life, the book. Everything you ever wanted to know about hot dog vending and probably some things you don't, available at benscarts.com forward slash book. Why spend 100 or more dollars when you can get it all for less than 30 bucks? Benscarts.com forward slash book. Get it, read it, and discover how you can cash in and change your life for good. Benscarts.com forward slash book. Do you like freebies and discounts? Then check out mymfva.com. You can get instant access to secrets that will supercharge your business. Gain instant eligibility to all MFVA-sponsored giveaways and much, much more. For more details, visit MyMFVA.org. Contact the Mobile Food Vendors Association. Contact the Mobile Food Vendors Association. Are you at least 42 inches tall? Because you're on the love roller coaster with HTVR, Hot Dog Vendor Radio with Ben and Rob. Well, drain me dry and call me dusty. It's Ben, Jason, and Rob on HTVR, Hot Dog Vendor Radio. You know what? Um, 
Jason, we heard from last week. Rob called into the show. Rob Harper, our um, our our super uh-huh. ad guy, um, called in. He's doing good. Out here. <laughs> He's doing good. He's come up with some other ideas for ads. He wants to create a song about the magic button. Um, he said he loved that that show, and um, <laughs> and I can't wait to hear that one. But I was glad to hear from him and know that he was still breathing on you know on top, living on top. Um, getting back to you know this this discussion, Rob, is one of the things that you can do negatively to affect you when approaching some place to to set up is to already be pre-sold yourself on the value to the extent that you feel like you owe them something and you give too much. If you overcommit somewhere, you could be in a lot of mess. Um, I had a guy come behind me once to these auction companies that I was doing. And, it well, one auction company. He came to them. And he told them, Listen, I'll set up, and I'll pay you a portion. Well, I hear I was doing the auction company, and the auction company would pay me to come. Right. And I right. didn't collect money the whole day. They just wanted me to feed their crowds. This guy wanted to pay them to do it. He wanted to collect money and let them pre-buy some of the food, but some of the foods, the extra stuff, the pretzels, the lemonades, the this or that, he wanted to charge for and then share the profit with them. And because of their loyalty to me, because I had gone above and beyond the call of duty on several occasions, they didn't do it. They didn't take it. And so I was lucky um, that I had done those things ahead of time. Always treat people right. Always, always. Because you never know when that's going to come in handy. But I want to talk about what I was getting at is, is pre-selling. You can see how my mind works. I got a lot, You've seen that movie where the, that guy goes squirrel and, and something distracts him, and pretty soon he's off on a tangent somewhere else. That's me. And I, I don't know if it's um, hyperactive disorder or whatever it is, but um, I need to take something probably. But the bottom line is pituitary gland. <laughs> when, 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 when it comes to this stuff, you don't want to be pre-sold to the fact that um, let me give you a perfect example outside of this business. You go to a um, – let's say you're working at a car lot. I used to work at a car lot. And you would judge people that got out of their car and started looking around. And you'd be like, hey, Bob, you can go over there and handle that person because uh, I'm busy right now. I'm fixing that. I need to call my wife anyway. You go handle them. And what you did is you prejudged that person when they got out of the car to whether they could afford what they were looking at. You didn't want to waste your time with tire kickers. Well, what you find is that bites you in the butt most of the time. Yeah, every now and then you'll be right. But when you're approaching a new place to set up, if you already have a preconceived notion that they're probably not going to let me, this is, I'll probably have to go through corporate, it's probably, probably, probably. No, it's not probably, right. probably. What it is is you have to go in there with an attitude of, one, you're helping them because you are. And if you're not sold on the fact that you're helping them, they're not going to be either. And then you have to be also aware that even if they need something from it, they want something from it, that don't overpromise. You know, 
say, listen, I'd like a trial period. I talked to a guy today, this morning on the phone, and he asked me about um, this. He he found a place the guy wants, I think, 400 a month for you know, the spot, and he says, I couldn't get him to, to do anything, but I don't want to pay $400 a month if it's not going to be any good. And I said, well, tell him you need a trial period. Tell him you dollars for the first week and see how it goes. And then during that week, wine and dine him. Bring him lunch inside. Treat his employees. Wave at them when they come in. Clean up really, really well when you leave. They shouldn't know you were there when you leave. Don't leave napkins blowing all over the parking lot. I've seen this with my own eyes. Yep. Victor did this. Um, he would just let a nap- napkins blow or leave... Um, you know, part of his garbage there, you know, because he Plastic didn't... gloves are notorious for blowing away. Right. I'll take them down the parking lot. Uh, I'll say, hold on a second. I'll even run down and catch them. Um, I, I just, um, it's exactly what you're talking about, man. You know, leave it, the old saying goes, leave it nicer than what you, uh, how's that saying goes, leave it nicer than what you uh, started with or something. Right. Um, yep. And that's the way the park. yeah, exactly. That's the way the parking lot should be left. And it doesn't matter if you got there and had to... You know, you may go to a place, and it may be kind of ratty. There may be some old drink cups and tin cans. Clean it up a little bit. I yep. know a guy in um, Georgia that actually took a weed eater to a spot and cleared some shrubbery, made it, shaped it up so that his spot looked better. Now, I don't know what the long-term effects of that were with the, the, the landlord or the person that managed the property, but you can bet it helped him. So don't pull up to a place and there'll be Coke cans and stuff laying around and beer bottles and cigarette butts. Clean it up. Go get you a blower. Rent a blower from a tool rental place and go rent a blower and then pick up the big stuff. Blow the cigarette butt somewhere else. And do that kind of stuff and you will set yourself apart. You've kind of got a a double whammy. You'll get benefits. One, you'll look like a professional. And two, you will be an asset to the person you're in front of, whether you're paying them or not. Jason, um, uh, Jason, you you set up at wineries, which are highfalutin stuff, and I've seen pictures of your setup, and I've seen pictures of the tables they have set up and that stuff during your setups. Um, you know the value of keeping a place looking good when you leave. You don't leave wrappers. It doesn't matter if you threw them down or not. It's somebody, even if somebody else threw them down, it's good to go make sure everything's wiped down. If they provide tables, wipe them down. Don't you do that kind of stuff? Yeah, we wipe the tables down. We get there, we down, we leave, pick up trash, even if it's not ours. You know, I do the same thing at my daytime location. You know, in the morning I get my uh, burners on, and then I have my routine. Part of that routine is about five minutes just walking around the stone lot, making sure, you know, even cigarette butts are picked up. I don't smoke, but I'll still pick them up. Right. You know, it makes it look good, keeps the landlord happy. Keeps you know customers know that I keep it clean. You know, it makes a difference. Oh, I agree. Um, I I think that it makes a huge difference, and you become an asset to them. And those people will. It'd be hard for them to take advantage of you at that point, or feel like, oh, that guy's gonna give me two hundred dollars a month. I'm gonna move this guy out. Well, they'd rather stay with a sure thing, and a sure thing, even if it's no value to them as far as monetarily, no value. The fact that you being there and you're friendly to their customers and the little girl that, 
you know, dropped her hot dog. You gave her another one free and did stuff like that. I was on the phone with Rob the other day, and one of his loyal customers came up to the cart. And um, and I'm telling you from what I perceived in my head, because all I'm hearing is the other side of the conversation, because Rob wears an earpiece kind of like mine, and so I could hear that guy's and his conversation. And Rob goes, hey, what you want? And he goes, do you have any, I think it was lemonade the guy was, no, yeah, he's lemonade. And you said you were out or something, and you said, are you hungry? Go ahead and eat. He goes, I owe you one. You're always here. And so Rob took a situation where a guy was fixing to walk off kind of, not upset, but disappointed that he was out of lemonade, and turned it into a free, and the guy didn't even, once he knew that Rob was going to give him a hot dog, he goes, the guy goes, what about a sausage? And Rob goes, absolutely, what do you want on it? He goes, you're one of my good customers, you go ahead. Rob talks to these people. I wish he'd well, and what happened, Ben, I'll give you the exact of that situation, but I think it's important that people understand the totality of that, was he's a regular customer. He is a handicap. He rides, he's an amputee and he rides a, a wheelchair. That's how he gets around, and he comes and visits me. If I'm there three days a week, he's there a minimum of one, maybe two days. He's obviously on fixed income, and he comes down to the cart. That day you were on, I was on the phone with you, and uh, he said, um, he said, I just come down to visit with you. I ain't got no money uh, right now, uh, kind of end of the month kind of thing or whatever he said. And I said, look, buddy, I said, you don't owe me a thing. I said, what do you want to be? You know, that's how that, uh, that's what you did. That's the part you didn't hear because you only could hear my side. Um, but that's kind of what happened with him. And what it boils down to is looking after your customers, you know, um, and being nice and friendly and, you know, helping people out and all that. And that's, uh, you know, that's important. And he's a regular customer that uh, lives in the neighborhood and is always there. And, and comes by and he usually, you know, sits with me for, you know, 30 minutes. He's not aggravating. He just sits with me for about 30 minutes and hangs out and eats and, you know, whatever. But a uh, good fellow. And, see, you never know how that's going to pay off. That guy's probably not ever going to make you rich, but his friends may influence the amount of income you have coming in. He may be inside a store one day when a new district manager comes in and goes, first thing I'm going to do is get rid of that hot dog vendor out there. I don't like hot dog vendors. Just don't like them. Don't like hot dogs, blah, blah, blah. And and here you got this guy in a wheelchair who says, hey, uh, that guy helps the community. I'm not going right. to shop here, you know. Um, right. And so you, I just made that up, but you don't know the effects of your good deeds. And I like the fact that I'm associated with people like y'all who do this kind of stuff. And if you're not doing it, you ought to. Right. You're not going to lose anything. Do you think Rob lost anything giving that sausage away? No. It didn't change, in, you know, his electric bill at all. He's still going to have to pay nope. it. And, yep. And it's not going to prevent him from paying it. Well, it's it's one of those things. Uh, I Forget the handicap part. Forget any of that part. Um, what I did was based on his loyalty as a customer. You know what I mean? Fact, don't even factor in the, the handicap portion. Um, but... Uh, I thought it was important to mention that just because he does. He he that's how he gets around and I'm I'm local to him and, and easy access and you know, so he likes coming down there. But uh, the fact of the matter is he's a good customer and occasionally you look after you know, you need to look after good customers. If you don't, somebody else will. That's right. Every time. Every time. And there's gonna be times when you're out there on your cart and you're tired and you're hot. 
and you just want to be done, and you can make, you can take situations that could be bad and turn them into positive situations. You can make, um, even if you think somebody's trying to get over on you by saying that hot dog I got the other day, that thing, I didn't eat it right away. I got in my truck and, um, it just, something didn't taste right with it. And you go, well, hold on, let me fix you another one. And you can eat it right here. Tell me what you think. It may be, it may just, I'm sure it's not a bad hot dog, but it, you could have got one that um, just had too much seasoning in it or something. Had some of my special salt in it, and I may have just salted it too much or whatever. And you can take a situation like that and turn it into a positive. And then from then on, that guy's going to go, that boy right there down there at the hot dog cart, he's a good man. He, You know, I had a bad dog. He just fixed me right up and made me another one and gave me a free lemonade. And these types of things are going to benefit you in business. This isn't some fly-by-night business. This isn't one-time customer business. This is all the time, all the time. It's um, Well, your, your drive-bys, I call them, they usually uh, help pay the bills, but your regulars are the ones that actually pay them. So that's that to build loyalty to build regular customers. Um, they're the ones that's going to make or break you day to day, week to week, in your numbers. But um, you also don't anybody. know which which drive by customer is the next guy that goes. Man, that that was a good meal. Friendly guy. That's I'm gonna have exactly him do right. office party next week. That's right. You just I've don't. had that happen more than once. Me too. Uh, and I've gotten jobs from people that. Uh, was the drive by and hey man we I, I'm from New York you know blah 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 we used to have these I miss these uh, there's you know, fitters out there turning cars. down work you're turning oh, down yeah. I'm turning down work every day I'm turning down there's two jobs this week that I cannot do that they that both of between both of them it's probably I don't know six to seven hundred bucks that I'm having to turn down I just can't get it done. Uh, yeah, they I've already got other commitments. Um, Brian just said he loves how Buncombe County says they have to approve any menu changes. Um, what you do there to get around that is to have a humongous menu to get a pre-approved. Get funnel cake pre-approved, lemonade pre-approved, all your different. Yeah, just go ahead and get it all. Yeah, get yeah, it all approved, care. and then serve what you want. And then you don't yeah, have to make any changes. Um, yeah, just go ahead and give them a long list of condiments. I don't care if it's a condiment. You'll never pickled asparagus. If you're never going to carry it, doesn't matter. Doesn't Put matter. Put it on there. Carry right. it. Put it on there. Uh, you know, uh, bacon jam. You know, Probably. green mustard, green ketchup, whatever. Uh, lettuce, tomatoes, pickles, ketchup, onion. Put it all on there, and then when they uh, come to your cart, you're already covered. Well, listen, folks, we're already – you're listening to Hot Dog Vendor Radio Live, and we're on the air every Tuesday night from 8.30, usually to 9.30. We're running a little over again tonight, and we used to do a two-hour show, and so we, we just haven't even got used to this hour yet. But the number to call in, you can call in for questions if you have a question tonight and would like to call in. Call in 424-258-9364 and press option 1. If you'd like to participate in the chat room, you can do that any Tuesday night. It, the chat room's usually open by a quarter, you know, a quarter before, about fifteen minutes before the show starts, and and talk with other. To vendors. speak with the host, please press one. <laughs> That's it. And so we 
we have um oh and Alexis just emailed me, just so you know. Emailed me back. She's the one that had the questions from Florida and she said thanks guys for answering the questions and being available and she didn't have any other questions right now. And if you do Alexis, um let us know. Happy to help and hope you do get in to the business. You may want to post also over at learnhotdogs.com, and I don't remember the short code. I think it's ads, so forward slash ads. But just click on the classified link at the top and list that you're looking for someone to work with or to lease their cart. Um, there's there's those types of things available. So, and I do still have locations available in North Carolina to give give my little plug. Well, for the people um, that don't know what in the heck you're talking about, start from scratch with it, Rob. Tell us all what you've got and what you're doing, um, because there are a lot of vendors and they, that are, are popping up. So there's there's probably new people listening tonight that aren't aware. Well, a few months back, it's actually been longer than that. I just hadn't really advertised it um, or really pursued it for the most part. I started a concession management company, which is a company that uh, secures pre-secure spots, locations for people, because um, I felt there was a need. People are always asking, hey, I can't get a spot, whatever, blah, blah, blah. So I started a company called Pro Concession Management. Uh, you can look it up on the Internet. I do have a website now. It's not that great. If you all find uh, something wrong with my website, email me and say, hey, your spelling sucks, fix this or something. Uh, or you see something out of whack, uh, email me and let me know because I do them myself and just kind of throw them together. But I felt like everybody said, well, you got a website? Everybody asked you, you got a website? Proconcessionmanagement.com. Um, but I do have no, uh, locations in North Carolina. If you're having issues with locations otherwise in a different state or something, call me. We may be able to assist you with that too. Um, normally rent's going to be $300 and up. depends on the location. I have some where I mix locations where I'll throw in another location for 100 bucks a month. So it's like a split deal. You'll get two locations for the price of one almost. Um, so like one, say, maybe is a bar. It's only open three nights a week. Well, you can get that tied in with another location for 400 bucks. So we do stuff like that. And uh, uh, also if you're a vendor with my company, you get all the extra deals. Like I told you, I've got uh, two, lo- two deals because of Halloween, um, I've got two deals right now that I need vendors for that I don't have anybody. Uh, you get stuff like that. It's a minimal charge back to me. Sometimes it's free. Um, if uh, I work out a deal, you'll just I'll call you and say, hey, can you do this uh, auction? They'll say yes. And I'll say, what owe you? You don't owe us nothing. It's free. Take it. Just do it. Uh, and the reason we give you those free, it helps us maintain relationships with these companies or with these businesses. So in the end, we want them to keep calling us. And you know, next time it may cost you fifty bucks or forty bucks for the for the um, you know to have that uh, deal. So, uh, but for the most part, a lot of those extra deals that come up throughout the month or year, if you're a vendor for us, you always get uh, first dibs on them, and usually they're uh, a lot of times they're free, sometimes they're a little fee to them, but not a lot. But if you're in North Carolina or otherwise, like I said, we may can help you in other states too. Um, just need some general information. And that's pro vending. I mean, I'm sorry. Pro other website, Pro Concession Management. Concessionmanagement.com, and check that out. Contact um, Rob and his team through there. We yep. have a caller on the line, but I do want to remind you, if you have an idea, okay, for the shows, um, post it on Facebook, 
like for next week's show, I'd love it if you'd throw out some ideas for the topics, even if it's multiple topics. And then throw out, um, if you're not on Facebook, go over to Twitter at, um, at Ben's Carts as ours and post it on Twitter that you have an idea and, you know, give that idea on, on Twitter and let us know and we'll pick a, pick a topic and we'll try to get through these topics as we go. Remember also, the more you post over on our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Ben's Carts, we are giving away a cart in December, before Christmas, a brand new cart, and you don't have to buy anything. All you have to do is um, post some pictures of a hot dog or your hot dog that you made or you and the book, you know, my book course, um, Hot Dog Save My Life, or um, a picture of you and your cart. doesn't even have to be one of my carts. Um, you work in your cart. Those types of things are going to earn you um, entries. We have um, a small group, actually, this year of entries last year we we tied it to we're a facebook friend which put them in the thousand or no it was newsletter last year so if you were a newsletter subscriber you were in the competition which there you know that's over ten thousand now i think eleven thousand and two hundred and something um and so this year though we did it differently so if you um would like to be entered into that contest for december Start posting over on Facebook, tweeting, stuff like that, and that will get you in. Um, better better odds than the lottery, way, way, way better odds. Somebody's going to win. Somebody's going to have a brand-new car. Now, the other thing is, is um, well, i tell you what. I'm going to take a, another quick short break, and we're going to come back and answer a call. I think, I'm not positive, um, that we have Carol on the line. And if we do, um, it'll be wonderful, and we'll um, get some updates and talk to her for a minute. And we'll be right back, folks. Want to save even more money? Build your own professional hot dog cart. Save over $1,000 at buildacart.com. Buildacart.com. If you want to roll with a big dog, you need a cart that you can rely on. There's no better way to know your equipment than to build it yourself. Buildacart.com. You want to rock your world? Build this cart. Build it and they will come. Buildacart.com. A long time ago. In a galaxy far, far away. Yeah, welcome to the Space Dog Cantina. Can I take your order? Yeah, uh, two Space Dogs with ketchup. Did you say ketchup? Uh, yeah. You need to go to learnhotdogs.com and learn about Space Dog Etiquette. Hey, easy. Plus, you can watch the free training videos. I'll go. Link to the radio show. Radio show. And check out the selection of used cards they have. Used cards? You can also sign up and earn points and get free stuff. Free stuff? Yeah. You think I paid for all this stuff? Learnhotdogs.com. The best wiener website in the galaxy. Are you at least 42 inches tall? Because you're on the love roller coaster with HGVR, Hot Dog, Vendor Radio with Ben and Rob. Faster than a speeding bullet? Not likely. From high atop the Great Smoky Mountains, it's Ben! 
spreading truth, justice, and the American way. With his trusted sidekick, Rob, it's HDVR Hot Dog Vendor Radio. Over one hour of real guests, real vendors, and the real truth about life, lemonade, and the pursuit of a good wiener. Brought to you by Mobile Food Vendors Association and Ben'sCart.com. So stay tuned, sit back, enjoy the show. Here's Ben. Hey, hey, folks. Thanks for listening in. That gave me a little break. And I wanted to um, know that... Trying to think. Okay, we had Corey Lawrence won the $100 gift certificate. This next week, um, over the next seven days, you have to be one of the lenders on Kiva if you are the largest lender. And right now, I think the, the biggest loan is 25 um, If you're the largest lender, you're going to get $250 to spend however you please in the Ben's Carts um, store. And there's all kinds of stuff you can buy. It's not just carts. So let's see, let's see. I think that this is um, Carol here. Hello, hello. You're live on Hot Dog Vendor Radio. Is this Carol? Maybe not Carol. Um, somebody's listening in um, from hello? an area. Hello? Hello. This is Ben with Hot Dog Vendor Radio. Who are we talking to? Randy. This is Randy? Yeah, uh, calling from Gallatin, Tennessee. Yes, sir. How are you doing? Oh, pretty good. Uh, just had a quick question and a comment. Um, I, I've been watching your uh, videos and stuff. I've been looking at some used carts, and my problem is I do cannot find one with a title. Uh, how uh, how much of a chance is there of buying a hot cart? <laughs> well, I mean, probably- the, guy, the guy said he would give me a bill of sale. Probably a slim to none. If you get the bill of sale notarized, you're even in a better position. And notaries, right. you know, you can get it for five bucks at your bank um, okay. usually. And, okay. and it's not the end of the world. You don't need a tag in Tennessee, so you're safe there. Um, okay. I, um, if you do plan on selling the cart later out of the state, it may be a little more difficult, but okay. you can always retitle it. Um, okay. Not with filing a, a lost title. You could file it as a, a home-built cart. And then you okay. just take it to the sheriff's department. They inspect it, and they sign off on a waiver to give to your county clerk, who will issue you a new title. Okay. And my one comment was: I, I was listening, watching your video uh, with Dick Christensen uh, up in, I guess, Illinois. That's uh, it. And uh, you had mentioned that it's hard to get sport peppers in Tennessee. Now, this may be old news to you. I don't know. But I go to GFS Marketplace, which is Gordon Food Service here in Nashville. Yep. And they have they have a gallon of sport peppers for about eleven dollars and something. And that's and it. it GFS. GFS Gordon Food Service is what it is. GFS Marketplace, and they're about eleven dollars, a little more or less. And it says hot Chicago style sport peppers. Well, thank you for so that. I, I did not. I did not know that. Okay, well, I just want to pass that along. <laughs> well, thank you for uh, doing. Uh, I'm I'm trying to get stuff worked out where I can get a car and get it going, but it's slow process. But I'm not rushing it. <laughs> so, uh, but I do want to pass that along to pass. Uh, I, I don't know where all Gordon's services, but it's. 
Uh, we have one here in Nashville, and I think one down in Franklin, Tennessee. We blow Nashville, and I don't know where all else they have, but um, it, it, it did say hot Chicago-style sport peppers, and they're in gallon jugs. Well, I appreciate it. I appreciate it a bunch, and I thank you for calling. And if you have any other questions on that title issue, just let me know, and I'll I'll give you some ways around it also. Yeah. Well, I, I've been looking, and like I said, some of the people think a good bit of the carts, and I think, well, I don't really have the money to buy a new one, but if i got to spend that kind of money for a used one, I'll save a little bit more and come up and get one of your brand-new ones. <laughs> no, you're not You're not making a bad choice, in, especially in Tennessee. The only negative part about not having a title on a trailer in Tennessee is reselling it. Out yes. Of, and so I would not let that stop me. I wouldn't go get a yeah. new cart. If and there, there is a vendor here in Nashville that sets up a junkyard, and I've done hung out with him on Saturday. He said, uh, if you want to run it a weekend, you can run a weekend to see if you really want to do this. He said, I don't have a problem with it. And uh super nice guy, and I said, I, I, I delivered to him out there at the junkyard, cleaning supplies and things, and yeah. uh, I buy something from him every time I go out there. He's got good stuff. So, well, uh, I, but I'll, I love it. Uh, but I'll get off the phone. Maybe somebody else will want to call and talk to you. But I did want to let you know about the sport peppers mainly and then ask you about the title thing. Well, thank you a bunch, and if you ever needed me, holler. Okay, I thank you very much. Yes, sir. Bye-bye. Bye. Um, I, I apologize. I thought that was Carol. I'm glad, I'm glad he called in. I don't care at all, anybody who wants to call in. I just saw that 615 area code, and I immediately thought it was Carol. And... um I had, I was hoping she'd call in tonight and um, talk to us a little bit. Um, she's excited, folks, and I wish that I could share um, more of her story. Um, and it's not that it's not a pride issue with her. It's a um, she doesn't want to appear as she's begging or pleading for help because it's a loan, you know. And she mentioned on the interview that it was a you know it's empowering, but. If you heard her story or if I told you parts of her story, I bet you I could get 90% of you into tears. The lady is awesome, um, and you'd be doing a huge service by helping out, and and I would encourage any of you to do so. Now, um, where are we at? Jason, you got anything? Uh, no, off the top of my head. I mean, I'm certain caught up from last week. <laughs> The um, you're all ready for the winter, right? Oh God, yeah. Yeah, I got roadkill chili on tomorrow and soup and you know, a bunch of different stuff. If y'all want ideas, folks, you need to follow Jason on Twitter, um, his Love Hot Dog Company, because he creates these cool tweets every day, and these may give you ideas for for your business. He's creating a loyal following in a short time, and he's also got Facebook friends, and he's got people that get mad at him if he doesn't have bacon jam on the cart. The You, you ought to look at um, following him and getting some ideas, stealing from him. Um, yeah, they were, they were a little upset when I came back from that food show and didn't have time to make bacon jam. They did not like that at all. <laughs> <laughs> what, um, let's see. Rob... And um, there was something I was going to ask you. Just my mind is just a mess a lot of times. Well, two things Chilling real quick. Um, 
um, one thing I forgot to mention with uh, Pro Concession Management, we also offer training uh, on the carts. So uh, it depends on the situation. If you're going to uh, lease a location through us, the training is free. If not, it's a, it's a small fee to learn uh, firsthand, working a cart, what all it takes, uh, secret lemonade recipes, all that good stuff included. Uh, you know, well worth the efforts to come out. Let me tell you all something real quick, and, and I know other people will listen to this later, but getting training on a cart is invaluable. Um, there are so many things that you can do wrong and make a mistake. There's so many things that you will learn just in a day of working on a cart that you will go, oh, I didn't think of that. Oh, I didn't think of that. Oh, what about this? And it wouldn't matter. I know some vendors that charge 300 400 bucks for you to come work with them on a cart for a day because you're getting more than your money's worth in in an asset. Sabrina Reif was a customer of ours a long time ago. She's the one I talked about last week on the show, and she created a whole business around training other vendors. And and it was because she was good at it. She made a lot of successful vendors because of her attitude and her willingness to, you know, to teach. And but what happens is it shortcuts your path to success. It's like, do you really need to have all this training and buy any courses and and follow the radio show and blog and any of that stuff to go out there and be successful? No. But I can guarantee you this. It'll get you there quicker without less with much less bumps in the road. Right. And so if you can take advantage, if you're in the North Carolina area, Virginia, Kentucky, South Carolina, Georgia, Tennessee, and you want to spend a day on a real cart with a real vendor, um, it it isn't going to hurt you a bit. It's well, gonna... anytime, I don't care where you're at, whether you're dealing with me or whoever, if you're interested, and, and just like this gentleman just called from Tennessee, and the guy, I don't know if he was going to offer it free to him to run the cart in Tennessee at the junkyard, um, but offer a vendor, say, hey, buddy, I'm seriously considering getting in this business. If you just won't tell me to go pound sand, then fine. But if not, I'm willing to pay you, you know, 150 bucks a day for a couple of days' worth of your time to train me, to show me what you know. Um, I'm not going to be in competition with you, you know, all for money, you know. And that's because these vendors that are set up, you know, some of them are going to be nice enough to say, hey, come on, free, don't worry about it. Some of them, if you really want to get their attention, say, look, buddy, I'll pay you 150 bucks a day for two days. That'll usually get somebody's attention to take you're serious and say, okay, um, he's so he agreement. He's investing yeah, and, in knowledge you know, from folks. And he, and he values my time. They're right. going to do that, too. And if you say, look, I'll make a gentleman's agreement with you. You know, I will not try, you know, button in on your any events you work on uh, or do, and and we'll we'll I'll do a gentleman's agreement that I won't set up in your backyard, uh, you know, trying to do anything silly like that. So if you're willing to do it, I'm willing to pay you uh, to help me out. Offer to, you know, offer that, and usually you'll get somebody serious. If you just go up and start jabbering, because we get, I bet you, I get thirty a week of people asking about the hot dog business. They usually, I don't say waste a lot of my time, but they do. In the end, waste a lot of my time. I don't mind it. I'm friendly. I talk about it. I offer to set them up. If you want to get in business, fine. And that's we'll, we'll set you up. But uh, in the end, if you want to really, truly pursue this business, I can tell you, if you think about it. If you want to open up a restaurant or a, I don't care, cigar shop or uh, a bike shop or a skateboard shop, if if you could go and work in one or be trained in one, wouldn't you do it? This is no different. So. And as Ben says, it's an invaluable education to work on somebody's cart, trailer, truck, whatever, um, and do that. Um, 
Right. One other thing I wanted to mention, uh, next week, everybody stay tuned. It's going to be a, a really cool show. Um, the Mobile Food Vendors Association is going to uh, have two guests on, uh, kind of through the MFVA uh, that uh, Ben's aware of, that we're going to do something pretty exciting for that. Uh, it's two organizations that help uh, food vendors, and the Mobile Food Vendors is going to do something a little special for those folks, so everybody stay tuned for, hopefully we're going to try and get it on schedule for next week. Is that right, Ben? Is that what we're shooting for next yeah, week? Yeah, that's fine with me. If y'all have it ready, we'll, we'll do it. Um, okay. I think it's exciting. Yeah, it's going. To, it's, it's neat. The, the story behind kind of what they do. Uh, we've actually talked about them before, um, and and we've discussed a little bit about uh, what they do. But uh, we'll discuss some of the uh, backstory of some of these uh, vendors and stuff they've helped, and how the MFVA is going to uh, uh, get involved with that a little bit uh, more. So MFVA members or potential MFVA members, that this is the type of stuff that um, your um, membership fees and dues goes towards helping. Um, it does help vendors, and it helps everybody in the end um, is what it does. So this is the – if you're a member, please tune in. If you're thinking about being a member, uh, tune in. Tune in the show anyway. But uh, next week's going to be kind of neat. Uh, we'll have hopefully a couple guests on, and uh, pretty excited about that. Well, I am too. That will be interesting to hear. I know we have that, that attorney on from um, North Carolina, the constitutional mm-hmm. attorney. And – that will be interesting. I, I know that they can use support. That's that's a proud deal to be able to be a part of that. Yeah, um, you know, and that's the good thing about these certain organizations, IJ, uh, the North Carolina Constitutional uh, Law people. They uh, they're all helping vendors, and the MFBA. Uh, we spoke about this before, me and Jason both, that we're still a young organization, so we don't have uh, huge amounts of money to just splash around and have. Uh, permanent legal staff and, you know, all this stuff. We have attorneys that do help us uh, when we need it, uh, but uh, we don't really uh, have the luxury of huge dollars to have some big, super-duper, uh, high-powered attorneys on our staff just yet or lobbyists and so forth. We're, you know, hopefully we'll get to that direction. And But, you know, with the efforts that everybody does, Jason and uh, myself and, and whoever, that uh, Jody and all the other people that volunteer, their time and efforts and, and so forth, it, it, it works uh, well for what we've got going, and then pretty excited about the whole MFBA um, uh, organization as a whole. And I'm, I'm glad to be a part of it, and I'm glad to support it and do what I can to uh, volunteer my time to help with it. So, good organization. If, you have, if you're not a member, uh, go to mymfba.org, mymfba.org, uh, look it up, and, and if you got any questions, you can either email. Uh, the general mailbox. Uh, I think I, my email is on there, and then Jason's email is on there also. But Jason is one of the volunteers that helps us with everything. Wonderful. I, I think it's great, and I know that the membership has grown and grown, and there's exciting stuff coming down the pike. Um, I would like to um, remind everybody um, before we close to post up on our Facebook page at um, facebook.com forward slash Ben's Carts. If you have a show idea for next week, um, give us a topic, and you may get it may get picked. Um, we'd love to get some ideas, things you think that may need covered or covered better or in more detail, um, anything like that. If you'd also like to be a guest on the show, if you have something you're doing and it's working and you'd like to share that with other vendors, then please come on the show and share it. If you're 
um, uncomfortable coming on the show, um, send me an email or call me separately, and maybe we could do you know a, a private interview that we can play later, or we can do a blog post about. So all of this information combined makes us better at our jobs and makes more money. Um, so I'm excited to um, to be a part of it all, and I thank all of y'all for um, letting me be. And I um, I don't have anything else. I don't think we have anybody. We've got callers on, but nobody's got the you know the press one for press the, option one yeah. <laughs> to speak well, to the host. Well, a lot um, of us listen this way. You know, they call in and listen, and you know because they don't get online or they're at work or whatever. Like Jason right now. I mean, he's he's called in. Um, and so the um but that's what that's what we um I think we can wrap it up. I will say this with the MSVA, um if anybody feels like that uh, and it doesn't have to be an MSVA member, if you hear of any injustice in the mobile food vending world, uh a, a bad um ruling, a bad law, a bad something that, that pertains in a negative fashion that you think is overreaching um, then contact the MFVA with it, and we would like to look at it and possibly help get involved with something like that, or pass it along to other organizations that can help. Uh, and with we've that. had success. We've had success Absolutely. by just making a phone call for the MFVA. Right. Uh, I helped a lady. I called as a member of the MFVA to um, the state of New Mexico, talked to the director of the health, you know, the health department, and. He, or I guess it's agriculture or, or something, environmental right. health or something it was called. And and we got something changed. We right. got we overturned a ignorant health inspector's interpretation and opinion just with a right. phone call that was the difference between a vendor vending and a vendor not being able to vend. So, well, you know, even a couple of these legal organizations have sent word to us let us know if there's any uh, thing that, that we feel like or a vendor feels like. And don't call me with silly stuff, but, I mean, oh, this guy won't let me have chips on my hot dog cart. Uh, I mean, serious stuff. I mean, if there's a reason why you don't think the chili rule ought to be a lot, you know, there's a rule that should change, then fine. But we're looking for some pretty serious injustices, uh, you know, even if it boils down to, like, the commissary rule with, like, Steve Pruner and his story or – um, or, think of or the or a situation where they've told you that you can't vend on on in the city limits. Right. Because those are things we can attack as a group, as an organization, and may get some changes done or legislate for some changes. Right. So that so that you can vend in other areas. Exactly. Because a lot of times you'll get. Uh, matter of fact. Um, here in North Carolina, I, we've got some people working on another situation. I won't mention any towns or anything, but there's a town here that uh, uh, allows you to vend, but believe it or not, you, according to the way the rules written, written, you can only vend for the permit's only good for like 45 days, and then you can only renew it three times a year total. And that's crazy, even on private property. So little stuff like that, if you feel like there's uh, something that's just not right, that you don't feel is fair, um, contact MFBA. We'll do our best to look into it. 
uh, either ourselves personally or possibly someone uh, within the legal uh, community uh, that we utilize um, that can look at it for you and help. Because that's the only way we're going to get these rules changed um, all over the United States if we stick together and uh, you have representation like the MFBA that can make a phone call, um, like I said, either as a board member calling. Usually if you call as an organization, hey, I'm so-and-so with – I'm on the board of directors with the Mobile Food Vendor Association. I was calling in reference to uh, the situation with John Smith uh, you recently dealt with, and the, the health inspector was this, and here's what happened, and we were wanting some clarification and blah, blah, blah. I usually get people's attention. They don't like when organizations start calling them. Um, right. So they, they usually get to the bottom of it, just like you did in New Mexico. Um, and that's uh, – so, yeah, if anybody feels like – you don't have to be a member to call. Um, call or email, um, preferably email, so I have a, a way of looking at it. Um, you don't have to be a member. Just uh, contact us and say, here's what I know. Here's what, Even if you saw it in the newspaper and say, oh, I saw this over here in this county, that this, you know, this was happening with food vendors or something like that, um, contact us. We want to know about it. The address to um, email is admin, A-D-M-I-N, at mymfda.org. Or I think you're a member. Yeah, you're a member. You can email directly to um, different um, management in in the MFDA, and but that's in the those addresses are over in the um, MFDA members only area. Oh, okay. Well, I, I mean, you can say it if you want. You may get deluged um, because you know this gets listened by thousands of people um, that. That um, you may start. We'll, we'll, leave, we'll leave that part for membership only. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta have you gotta have uh, some you know intrigue there for the yeah, members. You know, that we, start, if yeah. we give away everything, then there's no no rhyme or reason to be a member. So you know, you, the, you uh, wouldn't believe the the general email that that admin one um, that their spam folder um, that gets that because it's public. You know, it's a public email. Right. It gets deluged with crap. Um, right. Lose 30 pounds in two days. Eat all you want. Guys, um, I thank you for listening to Hot Dog Vendor Radio. I thank you for participating. I thank you for supporting it. I thank you for supporting us over on the blog and on Facebook and Twitter. And um, and also, I didn't mention Pinterest tonight, really, but you can go to Pinterest. That's interest with a P in front of it dot com forward slash Ben's Carts, you will see a whole bunch of images that people have submitted of hot dogs. Um, if you've got an idea or you want to create a new recipe, you can type in recipe in the search box in the Learn Hot Dogs blog, and you can type in anything, any keyword, and it will pull up articles we've done um, that may help you. If you're looking for a recipe, you're looking for something with legal, just type in legal. If you're looking for something with locations, there will be lots of articles about locations. There is um, – here's one just, just so you know. There is actually a video I did, Rob and Jason, um, a while back. Let's see here. Yeah, it's about catering with your hot dog cart and how much do you charge. It's how to factor and figure what to charge. Um, there's a video. And – all that stuff's free, so have at it and enjoy. And um, and we thank you for listening, and hope you have a good night. Jason, did you have anything you wanted to add? 
Nah, I'm a little short this week. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, I'm glad you I'm glad you made it on, and I appreciate you. And um, we'll y'all all have a wonderful week um, selling. And if you have any questions or comments or ideas, share them. Have a good night, guys. Hot Dog Radio is brought to you by the Mobile Food Vendors Association and Ben'sCarts.com. Also by the letter H and the number 4. Tune in next week for more of the very best vendor information money can buy on HTVR. Hot Dog Vendor Radio.